great. All right, that was closer. That, that we'll seems pretty out. good. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Engineering Money, uh, where Ben's not here, so I don't remember it completely. Two, two <laughs> full-time engineers this time, instead of three. Yeah. Giving our um, three we cents. We talk about the financial news <laughs> of the week. Give our, <laughs> our two cents on the market news of the week. Uh, my name's Tim. I'm a mechanical engineer in Indianapolis. And I'm Joey, a food products engineer in Minneapolis. So- and yeah, as I said, Ben's not here, so we won't have a video up this week on YouTube. But Ben's our video guy. Um, yeah, we'll we'll have one. We'll have our podcast like normal up on all of your listening outlets, which you're listening um, to right now, presumably. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, we're sponsored by VinoVest. If you're interested in wine investing, we have a link in the description. Go check them out. It's pretty neat, different asset class to invest in. Um, we also have a Discord. We have some good uh, talks in there, and you can stay up to date about uh, you know everything that we're going to be discussing. And you know, Joey, something big happened this week. Uh, you can say that twice. <laughs> um, and you might be thinking of a different thing, but I'm thinking about how the S&P just added Tesla. Brand new automaker in the S&P 500. And well, I, it was interesting because before they did their stock split, um, I think they were being considered to be yeah, added then. They were, and, but, and then it didn't go through. Yeah, they said no because it was too volatile, I'm pretty sure. I think that was it, yeah. And, yeah, and now it, they've seemed to calm down. Um, <laughs> we're not seeing like 15% gains in a day. And then, Although and then they the same losses the next day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now that it was announced that they're added, they've gotten more volatile. Well, yeah, I mean, that was a big spike for them. And, and it makes sense, yeah. of course, because that means index funds are now going to be purchasing Tesla stock. So, of course, it, it is a yeah, good thing so, for the company in that way. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I see it as we'll see more or less volatility from Tesla because that means that all these institutional or like market makers are having to buy Tesla to keep their ratios up in their um, index funds and ETFs. So there will be less impulse or emotional plays being made. At least a a smaller proportion of the trades on Tesla will be institutional and then the other thing is it's probably you're going to get see more of the the bots trading tesla i'm sure bots already trade it heavily but when you have high frequency Mm -hmm. trading bots trading a company they they actually smooth out those spikes because a spike is essentially a market inefficiency that a bot can take advantage of yeah oh and i actually read something about bots this week um it was in one of the forums. Someone was concerned about like, what's even the point of like trying to stay on top of the news if the bots are just gonna beat you to whatever play. Mm. But I mean, the thing is, the bots are really good at day trading. Right. Exactly. Because day trading is just what I said. It's it's that uh, taking advantage of market inefficiencies. So. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing, if you're doing value investing and playing long term, then it, the bots don't really matter to you. 
Right. Um, it, they're it's they're smoothing the out those minute to minute, hour to hour fluctuations. They're they're playing off of that, but long term, it's it's really about what's going on with the companies in the stock market, the economy. Yeah. It's a different game. Something yeah, interesting, um, just looking at Tesla's uh, stats right now, I didn't realize this. They're actually right now only 41% owned by institutions. So that means it's retail wow. investors owning the rest of it or Elon Musk. Um, uh, but <laughs> and, and I should point out that with them being added to the S&P 500, that goes live in December, I think. So they're not technically in it yet. Um, which nice. is probably why their institutional ownership is still low because if it's below 50%, it's kind of considered still a undiscovered stock. I, I don't know if you can call Tesla undiscovered, but <laughs> it's not heavily picked up by institutional, you know, mutual funds and, and institutions yeah. trading it. And normally like these blue chip stocks get up to 80, 90% institutional ownership. So Really? I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's actually something if if a stock you've been watching that has been kind of undiscovered moves into the discovered uh, playing field, it can be really good for the stock because suddenly institutions start buying it up and the, and the price will shoot up. So it is kind of interesting that Tesla's still not, you know, by that 50% benchmark, technically in the undiscovered camp. So I bet that mm-hmm. will change by the new year when they're in the S&P. Well, and speaking of, you know, things spiking and, um, you know, becoming more mainstream, I guess, for investors, um, Bitcoin, Joey, I'm sure you remember the spike that they had in like 2018, or I guess it was at the end of 2017. I guess I couldn't pinpoint it. I don't trade crypto a lot. Yeah, me neither. Um, But... It, it spiked and then it just dropped. I think the highest price was like oh, twenty thousand or something. I'm looking at the graph now. Yeah, back in twenty yeah December twenty seventeen. So yeah, they went all the way down to three thousand five hundred dollars. About. But that initial um, spike just, there, that twenty seventeen spike, that's the one that made those Bitcoin millionaires that you hear about. Yeah, yeah, and then, I mean, now they're at. I think like yeah, eighteen thousand five hundred, yeah, almost wow. six hundred now. And I, I think that the difference this time is it was all over the news in twenty seventeen. Right. Yeah, I mean, you look at that spike to put it in perspective. That spike came from them being at like four hundred dollars in twenty sixteen. Yeah, even less, like three hundred dollars a year ago to twenty thousand. And now there was more fluctuations. They went down to 3,000, but that was their low. So it's not as relatively huge of a spike, but it's still getting to the same level there, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and but I haven't heard any news outlet talk about it. That's true. I just yeah. stumbled upon a random article on Yahoo Finance, and like that's the only one that I've seen about it. Um, so I don't know, maybe this spike it, it won't i'm guessing it's not going to drop back down just because it, it's not surrounded by as much hype right so that it kind of um, gives you more reason to believe in this valuation yeah it happened and organically like, i've heard much more about um like big time investors 
having Bitcoin in their portfolios now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I think just I saw a small number. Like from Fidelity, something saying they're starting to recommend you hold up to five percent crypto. Whoa! To, to in, Maybe I should start to, doing that. Yeah, honestly, looking at this, Tim, I, I'm getting pretty <laughs> bullish on crypto. Just, I mean, Bitcoin specifically because. I think when they break that 20,000 mark, there will be news about it because... Yeah, because it'll be like they're back above where they were yeah. before. Plus, Fidelity saying it's a reasonable diversification. Diversification is important times like this when, like we said, um, we we're just talking the, the market's in a trading market right now. It's not trending any direction. So which mm-hmm. way is it going to break out? You don't know. That's a good reason to diversify. Yeah, and crypto could be a good hedge against whichever way it goes. Right, it's very um, un uncoupled from the stocks. It's very unpredictable. Yeah. Um, but dang it, do, how would how do you trade crypto? I know you can do it on Robinhood. Yeah, you can do Robinhood. Um, actually, now considering I got that news from Fidelity, I wonder if I can do it on Fidelity. Yeah, I'm curious about that too. But I just got all of my money out of Robinhood, and if I have to put money back uh, no. in to trade crypto, I'm gonna be upset. There are um, crypto ETFs, although they're very new, and I don't know like how trustworthy or stable they're gonna be. Yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah, I just think that that, that is. It's something to watch, and it brings me to my next point, that there's so much that there's always some big spike or surge coming up in a different stock or industry, and it's such a whipsaw like for your mind mm-hmm. when there's something every like day. It's like, oh, well, why weren't you on this when like a week ago or something, and it's, it's kind of right. overwhelming, and it, it got me thinking like, you know, maybe it's because because if you go with that, you just end up having all the FOMO, fear missing right. out, and, and making poor trading decisions. Right, and if if you start buying when the hype's already there, you're buying at the peak, and then you can get burned. Yeah, exactly. So my, I I've been thinking, maybe I just focus on like two or three industries that I want to keep on top of. And then just kind of ignore all the others and let, you know, index funds take care of those. Right. Because, I mean, you can just buy index funds or ETFs and, and just and not even think about it. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what we've talked about before. And it, it still remains to this day that even among the pros, it's something like 5% or less actually beat the market with their, their funds. Um so it's like if the pros can't do it with all the tools they have, who's to say we can do any better? Now, there are caveats to that with things like they're managing billions of dollars, so it's more difficult, um, and and things like that. But it's, it's definitely uh, prudent to invest in index funds. Yeah, I mean, and if you're just doing index funds, it's... It's not as fun though, you know. Right. What, what <laughs> you I still want to have a little bit of fun. What I do where like one though, of your, like like you just said, Tim, the um, looking at different industries, that way you can choose your index funds and and choose how you're weighted in them. Like you may just have a total market fund, 
but then put some more money into a tech fund if you think tech's going to be doing really well. And that way you're still diversified yeah. naturally by the fund, but you can kind of choose which industries you're more bullish on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's another way to do it. But um, I don't know. I'm just I'm trying to figure out how much uh, <laughs> strain I want to put on my brain trying uh-huh. to figure out all the, the things that I want to buy it, it, or sell or whatever. It is something that I, I've realized um, several months ago was that my Robinhood portfolio did a lot better when I had time every day to cater to it. And once I started making a casual trade every lunch break um, without really researching, my portfolio started taking a dip. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, huh, turns out that, yeah, it takes time and, and research to actually do things well. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, yeah, so that's what I'm going to be trying to do. Um, oh, Joey, did you ever actually end up looking at, um, you, you made the thing on Investopedia a little while ago? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was my, I made this whole matrix that used different things, including the uh, Wall Street bets buzz on a certain yes. stock yeah. to decide how much to invest in it. Um, and the, the way I did that was I, I kind of dollar cost averaged my money in. I think every week I, I rebalanced based on that matrix. Um, mm-hmm. And the goal of it was to get good returns for the six weeks to nine months time frame. We're now kind of in how many months has it been since what April? So we're several. We're still in that nine we're still within the nine months time frame. Um my portfolio though is sitting now. Let's see. Oh I'm just looking it up now. The annual return is now up to seven hundred percent. <laughs> so I can say it did reasonably well. Uh, and and was, most of that was that portfolio with those stats we chose heavily favored Tesla. And so oh, okay. I put a lot into there. Um, and okay. yeah, that makes sense. That paid off. Well, was there anything that you didn't see coming from there? Um, I mean, yeah, there's certainly some things that did not go my way. Uh, a big notable one would be Snapchat. I actually was pretty bearish on Snapchat based on those numbers. How would you ever be bearish on Snapchat? <laughs> uh, but yeah, they. so I lost 142% from Snapchat. Snapchat oh going my God. Up. Wait, how did you lose more than 100% on Snapchat? Yeah, wait a minute. How does that make sense? Oh, because I shorted it. <laughs> so it, it, it more than doubled after I shorted it. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, wait, you said you were bearish on Snapchat. Right, I was bearish, so I shorted it. Oh, okay, no, it's, I would, okay. I would always be bearish on right? Snapchat. Right, you know, I it was intuitive. It, it The numbers checked out. Also, who would ever buy Snapchat? I felt good about exactly, that Exactly, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> no, it turned out they did very well. <laughs> Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> it's because of their tech in COVID, yeah. Joey. Come on, you should have known that. Yeah, I should have known about COVID. Well, actually, I yeah, 
did know about COVID when I started this. So <laughs> it was April. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but I have one more thing that's unrelated. Um, it's news with the Fed. So the Treasury came out this week and said there was about, I think it was like 500 million um, in like unused funds for the uh, the relief the coronavirus aid um, act the cares oh, act the cares yeah 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 so there, there was like it was just money that was sitting there so in case businesses need it they can take out loans right mm-hmm. not really used as much as the other um, avenues that there were for lending um, but basically the treasury came and said hey we're going to take the money back um, but they haven't said how they're going to use it yet and i very highly doubt that they're going to be using it for any sort of relief for COVID, even as uh, cases are ramping up around the nation. Um, but I think this is interesting because even though they weren't used very much, um, it was like a backstop that the market could feel like confident in that if things mm. do get worse, that money is there already and right. we don't have to wait. We felt like there's a safety net, so... But as we know, the markets are irrational. Um, so maybe the, the stocks will go up <laughs> due to this news. Yeah, you, you never know. Because it did happen, I think, after trading hours um, closed on Friday. So Interesting. we could, if people care about it, I would expect for it to go down um, short term, but... I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's just something else to be thrown into the mix. Yeah. Definitely something to pay attention to, though, because that does, when news about it breaks, you do tend to see big swings. So, yeah. Makes sense. But maybe people have time to mellow out about it over the weekend. Right. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much yeah. all I saw this week. Well, I'll circle back on a couple things we mentioned just a bit ago here now. Um, back on the topic of crypto, one, it doesn't, I'm not sure it's uh, ETF, it's Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. So I guess it's a trust. An ex- oh, it is an ETF. Okay. So it is an ETF, but it's been around basically as long as, as long as 2015. Um, so, you know, it's seen that spike in Bitcoin and it does seem to follow Bitcoin very, very closely. Um, it's not exactly following the price of Bitcoin, but you get the same magnitudes of swings. So if you're interested in crypto, it's GBTC is the ticker. Uh, it might be a easy way to get into it. Hmm. Yeah, because then you don't have to go through Robinhood. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I might do that. That'd be an easy way. But the other thing I wanted to mention was we talked about different industries to invest in. I am currently Mm -hmm. bullish on retail. Um, And I was just looking at my retail ETF here. It's just a um, like index fund of, I guess not an ETF, it's a mutual fund, but it, but it's just follows the retail sector and it's been doing very well. Um, In the past year, it's up 30 30% 30% here 
compared to 15% in the S&P 500. And largely, you know, it, its biggest chunk is Amazon.com, which, you know, (laughs) they're up like 80%. So that makes sense. But, uh, I'm generally bullish on retail because I think that the holiday season is going to be, I don't know, I I think it, the holiday season being worse off is kind of priced in right now. And I feel good about it just because I think people have adapted well to shopping online and it's going to be a way to feel connected even if you don't actually get to physically see your family these holidays because of a coronavirus pandemic. Um, Yeah. You know, sending gifts is going to be the next best thing. And so I think we're going to get a And I can say... My mom has already bought a stupid amount of stuff on Amazon this holiday season because I, I use my parents' Prime because why would I pay for my own? Mm-hmm. Um, but that means that I get all the notifications oh, right. <laughs> on my phone. And it, there's like one every day. It's just... And if if my, my mom is representative of all other uh, middle-aged, uh, middle-class women out there, which she obviously and Amazon is going to be doing very well (laughs) this holiday season yeah so so retail check it out (laughs) all right is that it Joey yeah that's what I got okay uh reminder to check out our discord um and vino vest and I think we're doing a live podcast recording next weekend on Saturday on the I mean we'll talk about it in our Discord server. Yeah, so you'll see no it. Check out our Discord, get caught up. Check out our YouTube channel. And then next week we should probably have a video up there. Yeah. As long as Ben's back. We'll see. Okay. Sleep good. Bye everyone.